Ryan, have you ever listened to Dead Rat Pizza before? I listened to your first thing, and I don't even remember when that was. All right, let's go. I'm hungry. Me too. Let's make a pizza. Okay. From New York City. Oh, my soul! This is Dead Rat Pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? <laughs> All right, it's Dead Rat Pizza. DeadRatPizza.com. Uh, we are in quarantine mode. I haven't left my house in a week, and this is the first episode we've done with a guest over uh, voice over IP. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? This is the first time you've ever been on Dead Rap Pizza. Uh, so, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, obviously, for people that have listened to my garbage for the last, what, 11, 12 years, they know who you are. But for any new listeners that have only listened to Dead Rap Pizza, I've known Ryan for probably eight years, I would say. We're, we're approaching a decade for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely. I met you on Twitter because one day I said that the anime Pumpkin Scissors was bad. <laughs> and you tweeted me like, hey, that's just your opinion, man. And I was like, fuck you, nerd. Somehow that turned into a friendship. Uh, I don't know uh, how that happened. You know, it might not have even been pumpkin scissors. It might have been something even more atrocious, like my bride is a mermaid. Uh, yeah, probably. I uh, I've not gone back in time on Twitter to uh, verify if that story is true, but I know that that was one of the first times we ever talked was I was talking shit and you were telling me that I was being too aggressive. Yeah, man. That's just like your opinion, dude. Whatever. Uh, some Somehow that turned into you being on my show regularly. I had this habit at the time of finding other people that did podcasts and then kidnapping them from their show and then their show would die. <laughs> I, I did that to more than one person. I did that to... Uh, Kieran from the Animentors, who he went on to work with Team Four Star. I don't know if he's still with them. We don't talk uh, as much, so I'm not really sure what he's doing these days. But I also did that with you because shortly after we met, your podcast also died. And it was doomed to die sooner or later. Uh, Tone Dog, I did that too as well. Tony Bo, he used to be on, uh, we used to do an anime podcast with him. He had a show called Black Flower Music. And then when I met Tony, I was like, come on to my show. And then his podcast was done. So I have murdered a lot of people. I don't know if it's fair to say that I did that to Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan lasted a lot longer, but he was another person that I would have on regularly. And guess who doesn't have a podcast anymore? Sean Ryan. Uh, Got him. This is all inside baseball. Nobody knows who any of these people are because none of them... (laughs) have been on this podcast. Oops. Ryan, it's been a long time since we've talked uh, outside of Twitter. What do you do these days? Are you still making pod shows? I know that you had one for a while with Gwen. Yeah, 
I was doing stuff with Gwen, but that kind of fell off. I don't really know why. Must have gotten distracted or something. Couldn't even tell you the last thing we talked about. It's been that long, at least a year. Yeah, I know that I used to host your podcast, and then I forget why I stopped. I think you stopped sending them to me. Uh, yeah. And then I kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, earth myself for a good year, and then I came back with this terrible show that, you know, it's funny because we're in the midst of a national crisis. Everybody's at home, out of work, with literally nothing to do. And podcast downloads for Dead Rat Pizza are the lowest they have been since I started the show. <laughs> that is, that's a little outrageous to me. Uh, I mean, it, I guess it's fine. Nobody has to listen to this garbage, but um, it is interesting. Because even, even since I, I've recently released three episodes, this will be the fourth episode after a couple months of being gone, gradually people are not listening to it <laughs> since I've come back. Well, like 20 me? people are leaving with each episode. It's all right, man. We'll bring them back. Yeah. Uh, so what have you been up to, Ryan? How are you? I don't. Has, oh. has the quarantine changed your life at all? I don't remember you doing much before. Fuck no. <laughs> if the quarantine just, you know, brings my expertise into the light, you know, how it just you... vindicates it. Yeah, 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 how to successfully pass through time while not talking to anybody else. Oh my god, really good at that. My also, yeah, you you might remember, um, I made some revisions to the Bible because I I published that last two decades ago. Okay, and I have replaced every mention of the word Jesus with Danny DeVito. Okay, and I nobody's bought it yet. Which is a soccer to me because it's the fucking Bible, but you know, it'll 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 catch on. I'm sure. <laughs> is this a real thing you did, or is this a bit? I can't. I I never know with you. It's not real. <laughs> did you did you see the story? This is old old news. Did you see the story of the college, or it might have been a high school, where if you like moved the hand dryer in one of their bathrooms, they found like a secret cubby. And inside there, somebody had made a shrine to Danny DeVito. Yes, I heard about that. That's, um, we we approve of that here at uh, what what was the name of my podcast? Shin, Shin Anime Pulp. Yeah, that's we we we're down with that. So, not a lot has changed in my life either. Uh, obviously, I don't have a job because all of the productions in New York City shut down over a week ago at this point. Uh, it's weird thinking that it's only been a week because it feels like a lot longer. And it, it's funny because my roommate thinks that I'm crazy for not going outside. And it's like, have you paid attention to us living together for the last two years? Have I ever like gone out on the weekend? Like, I don't do anything. Um, Who the fuck goes outside? One thing that is tricky is now that I'm not supposed to go outside, I want to. Like, I don't usually go out to see movies, and now I want to see all of them. I don't even know what's in the theater. I just want to go there and say, give me whatever ticket your heart tells you to. Uh, and, um, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would... <laughs> Although the theaters are all closed. 
I was going to say. So I can't do that. Um, I told her I was going to order my groceries and booze delivery, and she told me that that's more likely to get me sick than if I go to the store myself, which might be true. It might not be. I'm going to find out when I run out of whiskey. Oh. Um, so, Ryan, have you... I saved this topic specifically for you. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo, have you played it? Only a little bit. I was like, I fired it up because I was going to do some raiding in Final Fantasy XIV, actually, and then I just didn't finish it. I have mixed feelings about it. I think this is the first time I've ever talked about a video game on this show. Um, I, I like the original game. I assume that you do as well. A, a lot of people yeah. in our age group consider that to be a, a very pleasurable game, which is why they remade it. Um, yeah. It's weird not having the time-based battles. Um, yeah. They always want to do something different every time they make Final Fantasy, though, and with this remake, they really just went above and beyond with all the shit they wanted to change. Yeah. Uh, it looks great. I, I will say that. It, it, it looks gorgeous. The uh, the sound and the soundtrack were done really well. It's weird that everybody is uh, voice acted, but I assume that that's like a modern-day Final Fantasy thing. I haven't played a Final Fantasy game, I think, since X2. So wow. I'm I'm really behind. I like I just I stopped enjoying the games. For me, you, Final you, Fantasy died with like Final Fantasy Nine. You, you played ten too. You you really played that game? I didn't play it all the way through. I played maybe two hours and then gave up. Okay, that same with me. Uh, but I also didn't really. I didn't play all of X either. I I played most of it. I got to the final boss and realized that I had no idea how to defeat him. And so I stopped. Oh, how could you get that? It's um, when you got stuff like that. It's like a free freebie, you know. It's all scripted. Sure, I've honestly like that's kind of how I am with video games. It's how I've always been, and I don't have a good excuse for it. But it's like I'm the guy that gets to the final boss, and then it's like, okay, good game. I'm done. Wow. I've I've done that with Final Fantasy VII. I've never beaten Final Fantasy VII. What? I've gotten to Sephiroth, but I was like, nope, I can't beat this bitch. I'm out of here. So you 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 get to one winged angel and you just turn off your PlayStation. Well, I mean, maybe now I could do it, but at the time when I was probably thirteen or fourteen. Is is when I had that game. I I just I couldn't do it, and I also the game wasn't mine. Uh, I so I had this friend. His name was James. Uh, James's brother, whose name I don't remember, uh, had a shitload of PlayStation One games, and it was so many that he wouldn't notice if one was missing. But, oh boy. but you had to return it, you know, within a reasonable amount of time. If it was gone for one day or like three days, he wouldn't notice. Uh, but if it was gone for a much longer period of time, eventually we did get caught because I kept a game for too long. Um, 
Or I think I think what I did is I I finally broke the silence and asked him how to beat one of the bosses on a game. <laughs> I was like, "Hey man, I got to confess something to you. I've been borrowing your PlayStation games. Do you know how to beat the twin sisters? They've been kicking my ass." Oh my goodness. Uh, well. and then he he's like, "Look, man, you could have just asked and it would have been fine, but you know, now that you're already doing it, whatever. Uh you got to use the elixir or something, you know, something stupid." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, you know, James had me convinced that his brother was this evil creature that would never in a million years let us borrow his games. But it's like, dog, you know, I've got so many of them. Just say, hey, man, can I borrow Final Final Fantasy for three days? It's like, it's cool. I wasn't playing it. Who the fuck borrows an RPG for three days? You think I could sit down in three days? Dog, I didn't have a job and I was, you know, summer vacation. Uh well, I mean, all right. Final Fantasy, those original games are not that long. Like, you can beat yeah. Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9 in, like, 40 hours. Uh, yeah, if you're, like, really good at it. Hardly. Man, maybe maybe okay, 50. Okay. Maybe 50. You can do it in a week. Look, all I'm saying is, I mean, yeah, you could, but I feel like you'd be robbing yourself of a lot of the fun with those games. Like, who... Who doesn't fuck with the side quests? Well, yes, but if 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 you're under the gun of my brother might notice it's gone, then you don't fuck with the side quests. I beat Legend of Lagaya in like three days. Well, that that is an unfortunately short game. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember it being very long. Uh, and I beat Legacy of Kane. I think I've beaten two or three days. Uh, but Final Fantasy VII, that game. Uh, I did not beat in three days. Um, but no, I've, I've never beaten, um, Sephiroth final fantasy eight. I've never gotten past the second disc. Uh, I think it's, it's probably three or four discs. It is four. Uh, maybe it's a third disc there. Uh, so the game that I had somehow had a glitch on the disc. And so I would always get to this this cutscene in the middle of a big battle. Like we had just like blown up a ship or something and you had to get off the ship. There was like a timer. And once you'd make it off the ship, the game would freeze. And I was like, fuck, man. I just put in 12 hours into this game and I can't get past this fucking ship. And I would try it over and over and it would always freeze at the same point. So then I thought, okay, well, I guess I'll start over. So I start over, I get there again, and it goes the cutscene goes a little bit longer, but it still freezes at that same cutscene. So I've never beaten Final Fantasy VIII because I got a bad copy. Mm. I'm trying to think of what what part you have been stuck on. I know when disc one ends and disc two begins, but I definitely got past the first disc. Um, but I don't, I don't remember, you know, it's been so long since I've played it. I don't remember where I got stuck and I've had that happen to me multiple times with video games. Um, what was it called? Alundra two was an RPG that I, I got probably in a bargain bin and I don't remember a ton about it. You're like a mercenary and there's pirates that you have to fight. And there's these robots that are, like, fucking your shit up. And that's another game where, like, I think that one might only be one disc. At the very most, it's two. 
That's another one where I got stuck because of a, a cutscene failing to finish. So I've never beaten a Lundra 2, and I love that game. Uh, Dark Souls 2, it almost happened to me on. My copy of Dark Souls 2, uh, what was it? There was a boss that I wasn't able to beat for some reason. It was, um, oh, what was his name? It uh, The guy, it's like something in the congregation. Like, you go to fight him, and there's a bunch of, like, churchgoers that also attack you. And for some reason, my game had a had a problem where I couldn't complete that battle. Even though, like, I would kill the boss, but then the fog gate wouldn't go down. So I would just get stuck, and I tried it, like, 15 times. And- well, I've never played Dark Souls 2. That's the only one I haven't played in the series, but I have heard that it is the most broken of the Dark Souls games. Yeah, it's definitely the weakest, in my opinion. Um, but fortunately, Dark Souls 2 has a workaround in it. Maybe they knew their game was broken. Uh, there's a workaround where it turns out that that boss, that's the end of whatever that uh, quest line is. Because then you can go in another direction and go fight a different boss. Because there's like four or five bosses that you have to kill to unlock this this giant door, from what I remember. But the door will also open if you just so happen to have killed a certain number of enemies. Oh boy! So if you if you have your soul level or whatever it's called, if that's high enough, you don't have to have beaten all the bosses. The door will just let you into the final area, <laughs> and so that's why I was able to beat the game because I had I'd grinded so much that I was able to open the door anyway. Jank. Yeah. I can't think of a lot of other games that I wasn't able to beat because of glitches. Uh, I've never beaten Link to the Past. That's uh, another you're one. You're me some heartbreaking stuff. Now, I can tell you a game I never beat because of a glitch. Yeah. And it's hard to find proof of this now, but I swear to God that um, it did exist when I looked this up. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Legend of Dragoon. It was for the PlayStation 1. I haven't played it, but I know that game. Yeah, it's another four-disc RPG shenanigans. And um, it was somewhere, I want to say, either very far into disc two or like at the beginning of disc three, there's a certain fight where no matter how many times I went through it, the game would always lock up after I won. Oh no. And it was yeah, it wasn't until much later that I discovered that the glitch was caused by using the key mechanic of the game, which was turning your characters into a dragoon. And if you just didn't do that in the whole fight, then you would not experience it. But by that time I I just didn't care anymore. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. There was a, um, I saw this in like a top 10 broken video games video. There was a Bomberman game for like the Game Boy or something where they forgot to program the final boss. Oh boy. <laughs> like you would get to the final boss area and the boss just never spawns. And that's how the game shipped. So you could not beat the game. Yeah. Um, I was watching some videos like that recently, too, 
I don't remember if I saw Bomberman in there, but it's definitely not the only game that has had that kind of shit happen to it where they just sip it and they're like, oh, right, this game is literally not finished. Well, that happened with Smash TV. Smash TV originally, when it went to the arcades, they made it so difficult that they didn't expect anyone to be able to beat the game. And so the whole game is like, hey, if you get this many points, you get to go to the Pleasure Dome. If you get this many points, you go to the Pleasure Dome. And somebody actually was able to do that. Well, they didn't think that was possible, so they never programmed the Pleasure Dome. Yeah. Uh, they Fucking... they patched the game, so it's in there now. I I, I think I've been there. Um, oh? Smash TV's great if you like in old arcade game. games. And real life? Of course. Uh, I also have really got into uh, Donkey Kong 3 recently. Wow. That's a weird one because you have to spray Donkey Kong in the balls with bug spray. Uh, That is the only DKC that I have not played. I um, So I went to Updown a lot. Hey, do you remember when we were allowed to go to places? I went to Updown, the arcade bar in Minneapolis, and they had Donkey Kong 3. And I'd never played it before, but I'd heard of it. And I, I really got into it, and I noticed that no one was playing the game, and so I very quickly was able to get the high score, which wasn't a lot. I'm not good. It, it means that I beat six levels. Okay. That few people were playing the game. But then this fucking guy notices that I got the high score. Turns out he's really good at the game. He played the game for like 45 minutes, got like 10 times my score, and I watch, I was watching him do this. And when he finally died, he's like, see if anybody can beat that. And he he walks away and it's like, you're a dick. But then somebody else, another mystery player, because I didn't see him do this. Some other guy, because the initials are different, goes and doubles his high score. So I, I, you know, I got in too deep is what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll never know whose initials were P-O-O. Yeah. Um. My excuse with Link to the Past, this is, of course, the Dead Rat Pizza video game podcast now, I guess. Um, My excuse with Link to the Past, so I was borrowing the game from uh, one of my friends, Marcus, and I must have had to give it back because I I know that I, how many dungeons are in that? There's, I think it's probably the standard, like three and then like seven or eight or whatever. I got fairly, yeah that's yeah 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 I think that's right. I got fairly deep into the second set of dungeons. Like I might have only had three left, and uh, I think I had to give the game back. And I don't have a job. I'm like nine years old, so I never get Link to the Past. Uh, Link's Awakening. We had I beat Link's Awakening, and like Ocarina of Time, I beat uh, Majora's Mask. I beat Wind Waker. Twilight Princess. So I've I've beaten a lot of I've beaten the Zeldas that I've owned, with the exception okay. of Skyward Sword because that game's ass and I don't like it. Boof. Uh, and I guess Breath of Wild because I don't like it either. Uh, I got to the part where you have to fight the centaur and I'm like fuck this guy. Fuck centaurs. Um. So years and years and years go by, and uh, the Game Boy Advance has the uh, port of Link to the Past. I have a, a, a DS for the first time. I have the DS Lite. It can play Game Boy Advance games. So I get the Link to the Past, uh, whatever uh, the thing was at. It was like Link to the Past and Four Swords combo pack. 
So I get yeah. that. And I'm playing it every day. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm showing up to work early so I can play it before I start my shift, which is weird saying that out loud because I could have just played it at home and then gone to work. Yes. But uh, when I was a janitor, I set up the janitor's closet to be like an office, and so I would do that. Uh, I had a desk and I had speakers and a like a decent. I mean, not a nice chair, but like a decent like shitty janitor desk chair. And so I would come to work, drink coffee and play video games while waiting to start my shift. And then halfway through my shift, I would hang out in somebody else's office and play uh, more Zelda. Good times. Uh, Well, something came up. I don't remember the circumstances. Maybe I was just like hanging out with friends two days in a row or maybe the weekend happened because I presume that this happened over the course of a week. Turns out that the battery in my Legend of Zelda game was not functioning at its full capacity. And you had to, if you didn't boot up the game at least once every like 12 hours, your save would go away. And so because I didn't play for like two days, all of my progress was gone. Well, you're cursed. And I like I'd almost beaten the game. But, uh, you know, then I knew I had a broken game, so I'm not going to invest all that time again. What, to buy it used? I did buy it used, yeah. Well, Jesus. I mean, of course. that was the only way to get the game at the time. All the Game Boy Advance games were no longer something you could buy. Well, so, how long ago was this? Like five years ago, maybe? Uh, this was pre-podcast. Oh. Like, this was right when the, the, when the DS Lite came out. Probably 2006, 2007. So we had not yet met. I had not yet made the terrible Fight Bait anime podcast. Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's one of the last times I played Final Fantasy. Uh, not Final Fantasy. Link to the Past. Final Fantasy to the Past. I have beaten Final Fantasy IX recently. I, I, I tend to beat that game like once every other year. Which always impresses me, because based on what I'm hearing now, it's like, wow, he finishes games. Sometimes I do. Apparently, Killer Queen is a real game. Yeah, Killer Queen Black is the only thing I'm playing now, because you can't go out to the arcade anymore. Still Um, blows my mind. (laughs) uh, Final Fantasy IX, I don't know what it is about that game. I really like the art style. And the music and just like the different towns. And that seems to be enough to make me continue to come back to it, which is weird because like when I do play it, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this level. Oh, I fucking hate this level. Oh, I fucking hate this. Like, why do you keep playing this game then? Well, I don't know. I kind of feel like that beginning part where you you get stuck in the woods for a bit and then you gotta go through the ice cave or whatever yeah that, that part really grinds on me but i wish that you could control the uh random battles which i think you can in the port in the i think in the most recent port you can turn those off oh oh god really uh i'm not sure i would have to look that up um because i know That's- I know that the version that you can get on PlayStation 4 right now is not the same version that I had. 
uh, because I bought it uh, on a PS3, but then that version was compatible with the Vita. But if I go onto my PS4 and look through my purchased games, I can't download Final Fantasy IX. Yeah, I, I thought that was something Sony did because they were assholes. No, I'm looking it up right now. The Final Fantasy IX Digital Edition. Let me see if it says uh, any new features. Well, I do know that the Square games uh, Bravely Default lets you control the frequency of random encounters. But oh, I yeah. Yeah, it says high speed mode and no encounter mode. Wow. So the problem with that is that you're never going to level your characters up. Well, I mean, yeah, but whenever I play that game, there are specific moments where I go out of my way to grind certain things. And then there are other times where I'm just like, okay, I want to go from point A to point B. Yeah. Stop getting in my way. It's generally the dungeons. I don't want to deal with encounters. I don't mind encounters on the main map, but when I'm trying to complete a dungeon puzzle, it just drives me fucking nuts. Like there's an upside down castle or something in there. And it's like, yep. for fuck's sake, man, there's enemies in there that if they look at you wrong, it's an insta kill. And I'm just not about that. Um, but I uh, I really got into that game when I was 18, uh, playing it for the second time. Because that was a game where I got to the final boss and I couldn't beat him. Uh, beat it, I guess. It's like a crystal. I don't know if the crystal has a gender. Uh, to beat the crystal. <laughs> and then um, I gave up. But then when I was 18, I actually understood the battle system and how to level up more efficiently. And I learned about... Because uh, that game has this really interesting system where skills are attached to weapons, mm-hmm. and if you use that weapon long enough, you'll you'll remember that skill once you uh, unequip that weapon. And yeah. So once I once I was able to learn that in my head, it was fucking over for those hoes because all of my people had auto regen and auto heal, <laughs> and like you know extra XP buffs and shit. Oh man, JP, did you just like never read when you played these games? Yeah, that was a big problem. I thought like I liked RPGs because I liked the idea of like going to towns, but I didn't read all the text. Didn't like the, I liked the idea of going to towns, but the people in them, they had words. <laughs> they, you know, that's, that's just not what I was into. I wasn't listening to any of the words the people were saying. Jeez, well... You did figure it out, because I was going to say, the thing about Final Fantasy IX that I enjoy is that it was Square's definitely last traditional-ish Final Fantasy game. Oh, yeah. Everything from that point forward was just... The further we got, like, 10, I like. Mm -hmm. It's all right. But then 12 and 13, I don't like those systems. I I don't care about them. I haven't played, I've played demos of some of the newer ones. Like there was a demo where it felt like I was playing the Hot Wheels game because I was walking around and there was like a giant bouncy ball and like I had a toy hammer. I'm like, what am I doing? What the fuck? Yeah. So I just, I don't fuck with Final Fantasy anymore. Uh, But the Final Fantasy 7 remake to bring it back. 
Uh, I will be getting the game. I will not be getting the $80 special edition with digital goodies version because that's ridiculous. They like it comes with a mini soundtrack. Fuck off. I can get that on Spotify. Man, it ain't even the most expensive version out there. Oh, that's ridiculous. I just need the game. And isn't it not even the full game? Isn't this just like chapter one? Yep. You know, it's first chapter. It's probably just going to get you like to the end of disc one. You're going to beat fucking Rufus or whatever the, I don't remember what happens in that game. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah, it's probably, I, I bet you you might not even get that. You'll probably get like Midgar and then it's over. And oh, like, yeah. Well, that was 10 hours. That's, that's what I was trying to say is like the second you get out of Midgar, I bet it's just like, see you in the manga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's what's killing me from wanting to make a purchase on this. I, I bought Animal Crossing instead. Yeah, and at least that's a full game. Yeah. Uh, I, I was having a lot of fun, but I thought that the, what do you call him? Like the scorpion robot? I thought he was too hard. And like some of it is like I'm just not great at video games, and so I just I don't have I don't have the patience I had when I was 15. But I know that in the fucking original game, it's not that hard to beat that guy. No, it's not. In the um in the 3D remake version, he has like four different phases, and like it's it's unreal. Yeah, it, yeah they, they 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 drew they drew they drew him out. Yeah. Uh, did you? Well, you said you didn't beat the the demo. No, Have you watched I, people play it? Yeah, I did. It's it's way too long of a battle, and if that's how every boss fight is in the game, then that's going to get to be exhausting really quick. And I also just with the nature of how the battle system works. I don't know if it's going to be fun to do some of these battles where you're like just fighting a guy, you know, because some of the battles in that game are just you're fighting another person. Yeah. Is that going to be fun when you're just both running around? Like, that's what I thought was so cheap about some of the Dark Souls bosses that were just NPCs. It's like this feels like you didn't put any effort into this battle. You just put a different hat on a guy and said, you know, double is that fucking progress bar. Mm. That happened a lot in Bloodborne. That happened a lot yeah. in Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can like, I think like the first boss um, in the town. Oh, yeah. The first like... fucking boss is just a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? And I love Bloodborne. But goddamn, half the bosses were just people wearing a different hat. Mm, yeah, I guess so. You know, actually, speaking of getting to the final boss and not finishing it, that's why I did with Bloodborne. I'm at the final boss. I haven't finished it. I, I'm pretty sure I beat the final boss, but I needed to use help. That's, oh, that's God knows I need help because. That's me with a lot of those games. Like Dark Souls 1, I cannot beat without a helper. I can't beat most of the bosses without a helper. Like I'm on the um I have the remake on Switch and I got to Ornstein and Smog. I might I'm just going to turn the game off. 
Like, uh, unless I can get, unless people are still playing that and I can summon somebody, I will never get past that boss. Those motherfuckers are hard, dude. Yeah. Um, and that's what I liked about Dark Souls 3 is I feel like Dark Souls 3 finally found a balance because I was able to play that game and enjoy it without having to constantly rely on somebody's help. Um, Dark Souls 2 was a little bit in the middle for me. Uh, Sekiro, I had to just turn off. I couldn't do it. I liked the, I liked the gameplay a lot, but I couldn't even beat the first boss. Never played it. Saw clips, uh, looked interesting, but nah, it's, it's really gratifying when you, um, stealth kill somebody, but the boss fights are so fucking hard. If you're not a master at those mechanics and I'm going to get an email that's just calling me a noob, you're not wrong. Uh, but I played that game a lot and I still couldn't master like the parry and all that shit. And then they're like, Hey, this game's already pretty hard. Do you want to fight a guy on a horse that has a long range weapon? No, no, I well, don't. Fuck you. No, yeah, but, but the, uh, the guys that you fight on the way up to him, they're fun. You just sneak up behind them and cut their throats or like bisect them. It's great. Uh, B- bisect them. You cut them into two pieces. Um, oh, that, but yes, of course. I know words. I, but I, I had to turn it off. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I don't know what their new game is. I don't know if that's out yet. It's called like the Elden Ring or something. I don't know what that is. I haven't looked at any, any press for it because I like to be, I like to be surprised with video games. It's something that, oh, it comes out June 2020, uh, assuming that those people are allowed to go to work right now. Uh, I, ever since, do you remember the game Mad World? That was a game on the Wii that was in black and white? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. So that game, I watched so many trailers and so many, like, hype videos and reviews and all this stuff and then when i got the game i was just like Meh. i already know everything in this game i wasn't i wasn't excited by it anymore and so ever since then if there's a video game i want i i really avoid videos and press as much as i can yeah i kind of do that too just um, just to keep an air of mystery and surprise yeah i mean like i might watch a gameplay trailer just to find out what kind of game it is but in general i like to go into a video game just totally um what do you call it uh cold right i'm trying to remember why i wanted that game um i think just because i thought it looked cool i don't know if i i'm not sure if i knew anything about it like if they had made a game that I had already liked, it looks like it's platinum games. They usually make good stuff. So maybe there was a platinum game that I liked. Uh, did they make Bayonetta? Was that them? Uh, I'm pulling them up right now. I believe they did. Yeah, they made Bayonetta, Infinite Space, Infinity Space. Vanquish was really fun. I never beat all of that, though. Um, I wonder, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday. Is I wonder what's going to happen to a lot of these older games that are on systems that are like being phased out. So like the Wii, 
we don't have the Wii anymore. Like you could buy a Wii, but I don't think the servers are online anymore. So you can't like update your Wii. You can't download any of these games. And and I'm not even talking about the digital games necessarily, but like all of the just the the home home uh, release games. Like there was a game I used to play called Elevates, which was mad fun where you would it almost reminded me of Katamari Damacy. Is I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's that's right. You roll the ball and collect trash or whatever. It was a very similar game like that where you had to find these little aliens that were hiding around and the more that you found, the bigger things you could lift to try to find them. And so as you progress through this game, eventually you could like pick up houses, but in the beginning, like it's hard to pick up a tennis racket. That game was a lot of fun. No one will ever play that game again because mm, it's think so? it's not getting ported. I mean, I'm gonna look it up right now. Elibits. Surely someone out there has it and loves it and will play it again. Possibly. Do you remember Billy Hatcher? No one's playing Billy Hatcher. I <laughs> I do remember Billy Hatcher. You threw me a curveball with that one. Um, Way of the Samurai. That was a fun game that is probably lost to the ages. Uh, what else? What else did I have on the Wii that was weird? Wii Sports. We will never play Wii Sports without a Wii. You think they're gonna port that to the Switch? Nope. Would it no. even Would it even work? I don't think you could play Wii Sports on the Switch. Uh, I don't know. The Joy-Cons kind of seem like they have... I don't fucking know. Probably not. Um, and there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of Wii U games that I never got to play. Uh, so I, I just... I wonder... Because it seems that Nintendo is really dedicated to keeping their core titles alive. Like, we're always going to be able to play... Pokemon and fucking Zelda and a lot of the Marios are easily available. Although Mario Sunshine, I don't know if that's ever been ported. No, I don't think so. And I, I usually check the, um, you know, their online store to see if you can get like digital versions of that. And uh, I haven't seen that. I don't think you can get it on the switch. I'd be willing to bet that you could probably get it on the Wii store, but like those games didn't all transfer over. So like, like I can't get Link to the Past on the Switch, and I can't get like Majora's Mask. Um, I yeah. I, I wanted to play Ocarina of Time. Play that on the 3DS. I could. I don't have a 3DS though. You didn't you? I did, but I sold it um, because I was poor. Well. <laughs> Sucks to be me, I guess. Yeah. What are you playing these days? We might as well just make this the all video game episode at this point. We're we're approaching an hour. I usually do these about an hour at a time, and then we uh, start a new recording, and then that's the following week. But who knows? uh, This is a dark time where we don't have anything to do, so maybe I won't be, you know, hoarding these episodes for two weeks at a time. (laughs) Um, well, the only problem with that is if you listen to the most recent episode, you hear us talking about things that aren't relevant anymore. 
Like the most recent episode came out and I'm talking about how fun it is going to the bar. And it's like, dog, bars have been closed for a week. Dog. We don't even remember what bars are anymore. I mean, they closed last Monday, Monday or Tuesday. It was over. It was almost a week ago here that all the bars closed. Um, and, uh, you know, now we're on, uh, we're on pause according to the governor. I don't know what that means. Cause everybody's still outside my window. There's still cars going by and people going in and out of the apartment. So I don't know what being on pause actually means. I mean, people should give a fuck, but they don't. I, yeah, I'm not sure, but what are, what are you playing these days, Ryan? Well, okay. The biggest thing that I play these days is Final Fantasy fourteen, going back to Final Fantasy. And I've been playing that for uh I wanna say five years now. Jesus. How long? Yeah, because it's it's an MMORPG if you didn't know. Okay. But I I feel like you may maybe you might have I mean you did say uh, rating, so I figured it was in that vein. <laughs> Yeah, so I get myself, I, I start out pretty casual in that game because a friend of mine got it for me, and then I wind up going on the deep end of the spectrum and doing the hardcore uh, endgame shit where it's like you gotta spend over hundreds of hours to learn how to do something for about 20 minutes straight. And then finally do it all perfectly and get the kill. And I actually, I stream myself doing this on Twitch sometimes. And I have videos up on YouTube of things that I've cleared. I've kind of wanted to become a Twitch guy. Because, you know, everybody's doing that. Seems relatively simple. I feel like I could do that. And I, I, I don't know. Kind of want to. Do you do you have a Twitch channel currently? Yeah, I do. I know that you were streaming on YouTube for a while. Yeah, and then I figured out how I should be streaming on Twitch. Is it is there really a difference between the two? I would imagine that they're they're probably similar. No, yeah, it is. But um, here's what I do on Twitch. People can make clips easier, and you can obviously get partnered under a specific conditions where you can start making a meager amount of cash for people who are willing to watch you play video games. Mm-hmm. But but then, you know, after you've streamed on Twitch, you can uh, export those videos over to YouTube, which is what I do. Yeah. So I have my YouTube for keeping the videos because Twitch will ultimately delete videos um, given a long enough time frame. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting world we're in. I'm waiting for the bubble to burst. Because the Twitch streamer bubble? I think, in general, I think the... I don't know what you would call it. The um, fan donating bubble. I uh, think it's, I think that's going to burst. Because none of us have jobs now. And uh, I see a lot of like my 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 twick my twick talk, my Twitter 
has slowly become infested with cam girls <laughs> because I keep following them. And uh, they're all asking me to join their OnlyFans and join their Patreons and give them donations on, you know, a variety of these different services. But at some point, people are going to start unsubscribing because we're not working right now. Um, you know, there's always going to be the handful of people that do because some people are have a lot more in savings or they, you know they're rich assholes and they, they're not worried about not working. But I noticed that the, the Airbnb bubble is starting to pop. Nobody's doing Airbnb right now because nobody's traveling. And so like, that's just the first phase of this. And I think Patreon and a lot of these like OnlyFans things, I think they're around the corner because Like, I don't know how we're paying rent in a week, so I can't afford to be donating to somebody's coffee right now, you know? Yeah. There are some people who work at home, though. I mean, you know, there are people who can do that. There are, and I I don't think it's going to happen immediately, but I think it's going to start to slow down, and I think it's going to cause a a pretty big problem. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, obviously this epidemic being what it is is just gonna fuck up everybody's life yeah well I, I have a lot of friends that work in bars that have now been out of work for a week and like uh, uh, one of them just sold her entire inventory like to customers she the she, bar she sold all of her drinks and she stuff? sold yeah she sold all the the excess booze at cost to people wow because she can't be open right now so what is she going to do to make money? Because they haven't, what I assume is going to happen in the next week is I think that they're going to waive rent for April. I think they're going to have to. And I, I think the reason they haven't done it yet is because they think that this is all going to be over. I told, I told Ruby that we wouldn't talk about politics. I don't know if this counts. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really um sorry ruby well i I don't know if this counts though because i'm not talking about like a left versus right thing i'm just talking about somebody also said talk about current events so you know you can't you can't satisfy both crowds at the same time nah and you know i have seen people talking about the landlord um situation all i've seen from this are like greedy landlord type scenarios where they're like, hey, man, fuck you. Uh, let's collect now or something. Oh, people know? trying to collect early? Yeah. I've heard of that. Uh, I don't think they can do that legally. Like, if you look at your lease, there's due dates in place. It's it's in, like, most leases that I've ever had are pay rent by the 5th. If you don't pay rent by the 5th, you'll incur a late fee. Um. I know that some places are saying you can't evict anybody during this, so I guess that's good. The problem is, so let's say you can't evict me, and then in three months this is all over. So now i got to pay three months up front? That's a lot. So, yeah, that yeah. is a problem. <laughs> um, and some places are paying uh, their, their employees, even though you know they're out of work, which is cool. I, uh, I'm very fortunate in that 
the job that I had canceled is going to pay the crew for two weeks. And uh, that's going to help me for for some time. I mean, if this lasts for four or five months, that's not going to work out. Um, oh, God, God, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> but if it only lasts for a month or two, I may be okay. But that that's just me. That doesn't, you know, everybody else who, you know, it's it's anybody's guess. Uh, yeah, it's hard mm. to talk about this without getting into the politics of it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm more just talking about the people, the people ticks. Yeah, no, I get it. But when I think about it, I just I think about the things that led us to the place that we're in and, you know, the stuff that the relief, the economic sure. relief package. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's another conversation altogether. I know that uh, a lot of people are applying for unemployment. In New York, it's really hard because the website got so overloaded that <laughs> you can't apply. Uh, some times of day at, at certain times of day because it just won't load the web page. Good God. That's not great. It took no. me, it took me like four days to finally get the page to load. Um, but then I got that email from my work, so I'm not going to be, uh, claiming unemployment at least for a while. Uh, because it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't qualify if I'm getting paid currently. Technically I've employed last week and this week. So, uh, I have to wait another, I guess, three weeks, two weeks. Who knows? It's fucked up, dog. Uh, I started yeah. playing Link's Awakening, the remake again. So that's cool. Oh, shit. You know, I wanted to get that, but I forgot what's was thing. It's very good. Uh, they changed certain things about it. Uh, some of them are weird that they changed. Some of them, uh, I think, are for the better. Uh, like the trading game. Have you ever played Link's Awakening? Oh yeah, I've played it a bunch of times. I love that game. So the original game was was pretty elusive with the trading game. I don't remember anybody ever telling you in the game that you should go to the vending store, or whatever it's called, and get the Yoshi and bring it to the family. No, that was never a thing. And no, it it's funny because like you are required to do that to beat the game. Now, maybe maybe there's a phone call, because I know that you can call that guy and he'll give you hints. Maybe there's a phone call that says, hey, have you tried getting that Yoshi doll? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, because actually, you know what, now that I think about it, the first time I went into the crane game and I saw the Yoshi doll, I just went for it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because when you get the game, you're just exploring. And, yeah. Uh, but then to give it up, I, I I don't remember how I knew to do that. Well, I think you just, if you're just talking to NPCs, they'll be like, hey, can I have that? And you're like, um, sure, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, eventually it does just happen. Um, but yeah, it's like you need to, to beat the game. You have to complete that quest, which is so well, wild. Yeah. I don't know if you have to complete it. I know you have to go through a certain number of steps in order to get like. Oh uh, no! You have to complete it unless unless you have pre pre knowledge of the game, because the final thing that you get is how you solve the puzzle in the final dungeon. 
Because the final dungeon is like you have to go like, I don't know, think of like the forest in uh, Ocarina of Time. You have to go a certain direction each time. The answer to that is you get the answer when you beat the trading quest. No, but yeah, no, there are two ways. It was in the original. You, um, one way lets you to the, uh, your destination, like the dungeon. Yeah. And the other way led you towards the master's sword equivalent thing. Um, that's, that's what I remember. Oh no, I'm talking about Link's Awakening though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am too. There's, there's no master sword in Link's Awakening. But no, there's a, there's, there's something like I could swear to God that there was something there. There's like two different paths. All right, you know what? There might I'll be. Look this up. Um, but so in, in the new version, if you go in and get the Yoshi, as soon as you leave the store, some kid comes out and he's like, yo, I heard the family up, up, uh, at the top of the map wants that Yoshi doll. (laughs) It's like, okay, fair. Um, and then, uh, you obviously have to figure out the rest on your own, but, uh, yeah. (laughs) Hmm. well one of these days i'll pick it up Uh, i I wish i could remember what it was i was thinking of in the link's awakening with the sword or whatever but eh, it's not important fuck it well i know that in um in link to the past there's like a certain way you have to go in the forest and I think, yeah, one of them brings you the Master Sword, one of them brings you somewhere else. Well, Link to the Past, you just had to collect the three pendants and go to the uh, pedestal that is obviously a lot more special than the dingy, dingy, crappy uh, sword scattered in the forest. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember. well, that's that's one thing that, that's different in the game. The other... So I remember, and maybe I'm crazy and this didn't happen, but there's the skeleton that you have to beat four times in one of the dungeons. Yeah. And I remember his dialogue getting more and more grim each time you beat him, and then like he commits suicide. That does not happen in this version of the game. I kind of remember that too. What's he doing in this game? He just, like, you just beat him like a normal. Every time you see him, he's just like, have at you. And I remember him getting like more and more depressed as you beat him. And I wasn't able to um, uh, prove this. Like I wasn't able to find like a text uh, document of, of all of his dialogue. But like I vividly remember that, you know, happening in the game. <laughs> Maybe I'm just morbid and wanted him to get sad. Mm, I, I, a part of me can't help but agree with you though because when i think of Link's awakening i remember these themes that somewhat made me uncomfortable as a kid and i just you know i i i played it but i'm like man this um this feels dark yeah Link's awakening well it's like Link's awakening and uh, majora's mask are particularly dark games uh because they just they deal so much with like existentialism and death um now link's awakening fortunately is not as dark but uh majora's mask is fucking wild 
And it's funny because all that went over my head when I played it the first time. Well, a whole bunch of people gathered around for the end of the world. Yeah. Well, it's it's not even that. It's um you know, just like there if you go to the ranch, the the little girl's like, "I've always wanted milk, but my sister said I'm not old enough for milk." And the sister's like, "We're all going to die. Have some milk." Yeah. Like the milk is obviously a, a hold a placeholder for booze. Yep. That's um that's just one of the great things about Majora's Mask. Oh, speaking of which, that's another game you could get on the 3DS, I guess. Yeah, I need to get a 3DS. I had one. I had. I think I already said that that I sold it uh, when I was in a tough spot. Because uh, you can't get Majora's Mask or Ocarina of Time on the Switch currently. And I, I think you can also get Link to the Past on the 3DS. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't fired on my 3DS in a while. You know what? What? I mean, I have two 3DSs, actually. Because I have the new 3DS. Horrible name, by the way. Because it's not new anymore. <laughs> but I'm pitting... Yeah. And the original. And I would give you my original, but uh, first of all, I don't know where it is. And it hasn't been turned on in a while. That's okay. So, yeah. It's, I, can, I can get a 3DS. I just, I haven't, I haven't really been playing portably a lot. Uh, like I sold it and I have not really missed it. There's obviously certain things I can't do like the Zelda games, but for the most part, I wasn't playing it. Um, most of the gaming I've been playing has been on my Switch for the last year with a little bit of PS4. We're, we're not Switch friends? What the fuck? I don't, th- I don't think I'm Switch friends with anybody. God um, damn it. it. You know, it's so goddamn hard to add somebody on the Switch. <laughs> I mean... Nintendo still hasn't dropped friend codes, so I mean, it's got that going against them, but at least in their defense, I don't know if you remember what back in the day when Nintendo first had online like play, every game had its own individual friend code. Oh, wow. That, that was fucking bonkers. Thank God we don't deal with that anymore. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I've never played online on on uh, any Nintendo console with anybody, I don't think. The most I ever did was Mario Kart Wii. I would play... Um, oh, Satan game. I'd play against other people in whatever you call it. The I don't know what you call that when you the, match up with people. The match, uh, match board? Matchmaking. matchmaking yeah. I don't know. Good enough, you know, fits the bill. Yeah, that's... um... I have my town open in Animal Crossing right now. God damn it. Because somebody's like, well, okay, I'm not playing, though. Because my friend's like, hey, open up your town so I can sell things. Because my store is closed in the game. I'm like, okay. But I'm just going to be AFK, though. Wait, so so his store closes early, but yours is still open for business? Well, he, he lives in a different time zone. So. Oh, so these, these stores close. Wait, how does that work, though? Because wouldn't it be the same time 
If he joins your game, like he's not then has to adhere no. to his own clock? No, because he, he's technically traveling to a different he, he's traveling, right? So oh, he's Oh my god. Literally. Yeah. He's he's going into a different time zone in the game. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's how Animal Crossing works. I guess you never played these games. Um yeah, that's wild. Yeah, you, um, I didn't update my, uh, switch for the daylight savings either. So it's actually 828 in my town right now. Oh shit. What time is it where you are now? Well, central we're at 928. Oh yeah. I forget that you're an hour behind. I thought you were an hour ahead for some reason. Nah. I mean, you and I used to be in the same time zone, but apparently you're in New York now. Oh, why did I just say you were in Minnesota? Where, well, no. where are you? You're Louisiana? Correct, Mundo. Okay. Yeah, New York is, uh, it's 1030 right now. So, got that going for us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of the charms of the games that it happens in real time. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going to only do at certain times of the day. And this Animal Crossing actually has something in it that I think helps, like, pass time if you have nothing in particular you want to do. Because in Animal Crossing, mostly what you would do is fucking run around cats, fists, or bugs. And then, (laughs) I don't know, talk to your people. That's what you would do. Yeah. But now there's this thing where, like, you can explore random islands. Yeah, there's uh, Tarantula Island. Island. I can't speak. Spider Island. God help me if I ever go there. There was one tarantula on my island. It fucked me up. I thought you want to catch them because they're worth a lot of money. I do want to catch them, but I... It, it was fast, okay? It caught me. It got me. Oh, they can kill you? Well, they they sting you or bite you or whatever, and you get knocked out and sent back to your house. Oh, my God. It's, you know, in video games, you might as well be dead. Sure. Right. Well, this is interesting. I've never played a uh, an Animal Crossing game. I have played uh, Harvest Moon. I know that they're... Not the same game, but I they're similar mechanics from what I can tell. Or am I totally off base? It's I well not really, because Harvest Moon, you're definitely more dedicated to uh the life sim that is you definitely got to do a lot more farming in Harvest Moon. And you can actually build relationships with people that culminate into, I don't know, marriage, mm-hmm. something like that. In Animal Crossing, you could be a Sith Lord and let your village go to waste if you really wanted it to. Yeah. It just. And the fact that Harvest Moon also doesn't play in real time, because God, if Harvest Moon happened in real time, that game would fucking take forever. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because you're waiting for all your crops to grow. Yeah. Fuck that. They have streamlined the hell out of that 
uh, farming process and the most recent editions of the games. Thank Christ for that. Um, yeah, well, I haven't played Animal Crossing. I don't know if I want to. I'm, I'm finding that a lot of these modern games, I'm just not getting into it. Like the new Pokemon I didn't like, I tried and I'm not like the fucking edgy, like fuck Pokemon. They didn't work hard enough on this thing. I just, I didn't like some of the changes they made. Yeah. I, I haven't, um, did you play Pokemon Sun and Moon? Uh, I believe so. I think I've, I've played most of the modern games, um, not all the way through, but cause I play it X and Y sun and moon. I believe I played some of, was there a, there was a sequel to one of those that uh, I, I think I, I played. Um, was it, was it, did sun and moon have a second game or maybe that was, I don't know. Maybe it was black and white. I don't know what any of them are called. <laughs> but I, don't, I've, I don't blame you. I've played a lot of the recent Pokemon games, and I really liked this up until you like leave a city and then it became really open and you could fight giant Pokemon, and I got bored. Yeah, I haven't. I, I've really dropped off the grid as far as Pokemon's concerned. I just, I don't know, can't get into it. I'd have to really try, and I don't really feel like trying. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy. I don't regret buying it. I, because me with Pokemon is I really only need to get about five to ten hours of enjoyment. I maybe got three or four out of this, so it's not the best for me. But uh, I had fun dressing up my character and, and and going to the different towns, and you know that part was fun enough. But then when they opened it up, I just like, you know, if this game is going to be too open ended, I just don't. I don't want anything to do with it. I like being told what to do, and that's why I don't like Breath of the Wild. And there are some people who act like being told what to do in a game is a particularly bad thing. I don't think that's true at all. Having a little guidance... Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting, especially when you try to go against the grain. Sometimes in the older Pokemon games, you know, I would just run around and see if I could do something before I was actually told to do so. Yeah. And in that respect, I enjoyed seeing if I could do something before I was explicitly allowed to do so. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely an argument for both. Uh, part of why I like games like, uh, a link's awakening, a link's awakening, um, <laughs> is it, it's a totally like curated experience. Curated is maybe the wrong word. But they want you to go to this area, then this area, then this area. And they want you to use this item here. And they want you to remember that you need to come back to use this item. And I like that. Breath of the Wild, it just like started and it's like, go wherever you want, dog. And it's very it's overwhelming for me. Like, I don't want to go everywhere. I want to go to the, the grass temple and then the water temple and then the fire temple. And then I want to open up the thing to get eight more jewels. <laughs> and then you know maybe i want to veer off the path when i see like oh i have the thing the hook shot now so i can get this heart piece or yeah whatever. you know like i want to i want to play final fantasy 9 and then on disc 3 i get the golden chocobo so now i can go into the waterfall yeah man like, fucking just, come on like i just that to me is is a lot more fun than like the grand theft auto style of like do whatever you want ignore the storyline 
kind of gameplay. The only game that I really got into Skyrim. Uh no, not Skyrim. Red Faction Guerrilla. Oh. I liked a lot. And I liked it because the gameplay mechanics were so interesting. It was the first time I'd ever played a game where you could destroy anything. And, like, there were consequences for doing that. You could go out and destroy a bridge, but you know what? The mercenary soldier guys are probably going to kill you for doing that. And so I would make my own story and, like, try to defeat the bridge before they showed up. And, like, that was fun. But, you know, when it's The Legend of Zelda where it's like, well, I guess I could walk here or I could walk there, <laughs> you know? And I know I'm in the minority of people who didn't like breath of the wild, but like if that's the direction that Zelda's going in, then I just, I don't know if I can fuck with it anymore. Uh, well, okay. I don't know about you. Cause you clearly liked, did, did you like Ocarina of time? I, I liked that a lot, but I, it's not my favorite Zelda game. Yeah. I, the only 3d Zelda that I really enjoyed was wind waker. Yeah. And every other one, I don't know. Something about the way it feels, the way you run through dungeons. Doing anything like that just felt a lot more tedious to me. Yeah. It didn't feel as explore. Didn't feel as fun to explore. I and I have I an idea. With, hmm? I need to pee really bad. Uh, but you want to do you want to do something really hack and rank Zelda games? Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> I would be right back, Ryan. Okay, me and Ryan are back from our potty breaks. Uh, this is Sword Search from The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. This, I think of every song in any Zelda game, this is my favorite song. And it's funny because it only plays for like two minutes in the entire franchise because <laughs> once you get your sword you never hear that song again uh, I don't know unless you're me and you're like took forever to realize that you have to use the shield to push the spinies out of the way oh yeah uh, so I'm going to try and find a list of all the Zelda games uh, all the Zelda games list and we're going to try to rank them. Now, like, I think it's going to be too complicated for us to be like, oh, and this is my top nine choice, and this is my top seven choice. I'm just going to go down the list of games, and we're going to say, you know, which what, what our thoughts are on that game. And, like, if there's an obvious, like, oh, I like this one better than this game, but not better than this game, you know, it's going to be a very loose ranking. All right. Because I don't, you know, there's probably what, like 30 games? I'm not making a giant ranked list. There's um, a lot of games. Let me see. I found. I yeah. I already know which one's my favorite and which one I consider the worst. So I got that. Oh, yeah. I I mean, yeah, we could start with that. What do you? What is your favorite of the games? Well, my favorite. Zelda games are the Oracle games for the Game Boy Color, okay. uh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Mostly because they have that adventure where it's like if you finish your quest in one, then you go into the other game and you get codes and stuff and you can get items between the games and get the full story and they kind of like connect and the puzzles and the items in those games were like really fun. I respect that. 
What's your least favorite? I'm still going to go down all the games, but we'll just start with our favorite and least favorite. Least favorite is Phantom Hourglass on the DS, which I had a lot of hope for because, as I said before, um, Wind Waker was the 3D Zelda that I liked the most. And so Phantom Hourglass is like a isometric um, Wind Waker. Yeah. But... Uh, it's been so long, I can't really remember what I hated about it, but I distinctly remember just despising the way the items worked, the dungeons were laid out poorly. It was just a hack game that I couldn't get behind. It, I don't understand how anyone could have enjoyed it. <laughs> hate it. Um. I'm going to talk more about my favorite and, and least favorites as we uh, go through the list. My favorite it shouldn't come as a surprise. I think I've already said it. Link's Awakening. Uh, my least favorite would have to either be Zelda 2 or Skyward Sword. Um, but uh, we can get more into that as we go. So I found the list on Wikipedia. I scrolled through it. It looks like it includes everything. I'm not going to be going into all the spinoffs like Hyrule Warriors and Four Swords. I'm not going to talk about the fucking uh, CDI games. So those don't count. Oh, boy. This is just the core Zelda games. Uh, so starting at the top, The Legend of Zelda. Do you have an opinion on that either way? Oh, yeah. Because that was the first one I played on, you know, the good old NES. And, uh, I mean, I was eight. I never beat the game in the original. Mm -hmm. But have I ever talked about Zelda Classic? Because Zelda Classic is a program made by people who were great fans of the original Zelda that wound up becoming a program for other people to make quests that had a similar style to the original Zelda and through using that program when I was older I was able to finish the original Zelda and then play other games in that vein and I really appreciate it as a kid just because it was the first kind of adventure game I played and then as I am now because it's Something I can't see as anything but filled with endless possibilities. I unfortunately do not have the same nostalgia for the original Legend of Zelda. <gasps> uh, I did not play it as a kid. I don't think I played the first Zelda until I had a GameCube. Uh, because I, like, we never had it on the Super or on the Super Nintendo on the original Nintendo. Uh, the first Zelda I played was Link's Awakening, and then I played uh, Link to the Past, and then I played Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and then uh, when, uh, when the GameCube came out, they had that four-pack that had Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and then Zelda 1 and 2 on it. And I believe that's the first time I ever played the original Legend of Zelda. And I have a lot of respect for the game, but I've never beaten it. I think I've beaten the first dungeon. Uh, it does not, it's not fair for me to say it's my least favorite because I haven't played it all the way through and I don't think it's a bad game. I just haven't played enough of it to have a uh, an opinion of it. L Zelda 2. How do you feel about Zelda 2? 
Zelda 2, a game I never played in my youth. Have you played um, it ever? I mean, okay, I kind of did. Like, because I, I remember emulating it on mm-hmm. an NES emulator. But uh, not really. I didn't fancy it to the end. I, I can say that I, I can see what they were going for. But having not quote-unquote suffered through the game's uh, progressing, I doubt that I have much uh, opinion that holds any weight. Yeah. Zelda 2, I think I actually did play before I played any of the other Zeldas, now that I'm thinking about it. There's this weird day of my life that I have memories of. Uh, I don't remember my childhood a ton, but I have this day in my life that I remember... I think my dad brought me to one of his friend's houses and this guy had a bunch of Nintendo games. And so I played Nintendo while they hung out and I remember playing track and field and I remember playing Zelda two. And it's bizarre that I remember that specific day. Uh, I played Zelda two again when I got that Zelda four pack and I mentioned it as a potential for one of my least favorite Zeldas because it's a game that I just was generally not... I didn't enjoy the gameplay. I didn't like how they changed up the um, the formula. And I think a lot of people didn't like it because they never did it again. Um, uh, but, yeah? You know, obviously in its defense, when it came out, it was literally the second of the series so a formula hadn't really exist. been yeah yeah and that, that's a fair point they they wanted to try something new i it's one of them that i tried to play but because i didn't like vibe with the gameplay i turned it off zelda one i turned it off just because i'm like okay you know i get what they're going for but this this game is like it's it's so old that I'm just not going to get it. Zelda 2, I'm like, uh, this feels bad. And so I turn it off. Yeah, I feel like Zelda 2 <clears throat> suffers a lot more from aging, whereas Zelda 1, being as simple as it is, suffers less because yeah. it's more straightforward. You just run around and do what fucking ever. People literally say anything. I think it'd be cool if they remade Zelda one with the new Link's Awakening engine. Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. I think that they're going to, uh, I think that there's going to be a lot of, um, experimenting with that formula. Maybe formula is the wrong word, but like uh, link to the past. We haven't got a true 3d remake and, uh, Zelda one, I think would also benefit from that. Well, they made um. They made Link Between Worlds, which we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, Link. Yeah, okay. Uh, Link to the Past is the next one on here. Uh, for me, that's always been a favorite. It's not my most favorite, but it's definitely in the top five. If I had to make uh, a top five list, uh, we've already talked pretty extensively about Link to the Past. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, that game is probably important to me because I played it when I was very, very young. I don't know if I played it now for the first time, if I'd have the same feelings, uh, but it's a very good game. I feel like this game is important to everybody who has played it. And even then, to some, to a lesser extent, the people who haven't played it, because surely 
a link to the past must have influenced a lot of other people's idea of what makes a solid uh, adventure game. It's just the aesthetics, the way you progress, the way the items are hidden. You know, when I think about A Link to the Past, I'm reminded of it being at the right amount of difficulty for anybody to figure out and anybody to uh, beat. Because even young me could be it. And, you know, I never talk positively about the younger me when it comes to video games. But still having a grand old time, being surprised. and what, The boss that sticks out in my head the most is probably the boss of Twin Rock. What's that in the one? What, it has the fire and ice dragon head or something. You know, as much as I've played that game, I do not have a good recollection of the boss fights. For me, Link to the Past was always... I remember the opening sequence, going into the castle and finding your like dad or uncle or whoever that was and him giving yeah. you the sword. I remember going to that first village. I remember going to the other world. I remember turning into a bunny, but I don't remember any of the bosses. Yeah, that, see, that's, that's a weird thing that sticks with you. you turning know? into a bunny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Link to the Past, I think, is important. Maybe, you know, if we were making a list of the most important Zelda games, I would say Link to the Past is definitely nearing the top of that list because it set the stage for what they did for the next, like, decade or two. Yep. You know, like, that's... And- Ocarina of Time is essentially Link to the Past in, in 3D. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's, but- it's got the same format, Go go to three dungeons, then go to eight more dungeons and fight the boss. For sure. And I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, Ocarina of Time also kind of lets you do whatever order you wanted those eight uh, other dungeons as adult Link. I don't... I, maybe. I don't, I don't remember that for sure. Well, I, see, because I'm remembering... A reason I didn't finish Ocarina of Time was because I got the Water Temple glitch. Oh, no. Where what is depending that? Depending on... It was a thing where, like, if you used your small keys in a certain fashion, you could potentially lock yourself out of progression. Oh, I thought I had done that, and then I looked up a, a walkthrough and found out that there was something very simple that I was overlooking. Yeah, apparently I was also overlooking it. I, I just called it the glitch because that's why I called it for years. Have you ever beaten Ocarina of Time? Uh, nope. So there's I rem- the Water Temple as an adult. I remember getting to a point where I thought I had run out of keys and I thought I fucked something up. But then it turned out there was this platform that could go up and down. And if you activated the platform but then jumped off it right away, there was a passageway under the platform. <laughs> That led you God. to another key. And yeah, you know, I feel like I should have known that. But. And that is, like, I had to use a cheat code. Not cheat code, but a cheat guide to do that. Uh, we'll get to Ocarina of Time. Uh, Link's Awakening, I've said a lot of things. I've said that that's my favorite game. I think it. Ha- I think it's my favorite game because it's the first one I ever played. Uh, it's one of the first RPGs that I ever played. It was one of the first times, like, just the idea of going to all these different weird towns is so 
it was so novel to me. Um, when I played Link's Awakening, the new one, a lot of things dawned on me that had never occurred to me before. Like in Link's Awakening, there's really only two villages. Yeah. Where do they get food? (laughs) You know, do they trade with each other? Who's the president? Well, hey man, it's a dream. Like most of the map is over, is like overruled by monsters and dungeons. You know, once you once you get the ability to lift up rocks, you find Richard who lives alone next to a castle that doesn't Failed seem to with, be ruling over anything. Don't forget that Richard just lives with a bunch of frogs. But hey, in well, Link to the Past, if I if I'm remembering this correctly, there's only one village. No, there's two. There's Animal Village and there's Mabe Village. No, no, in Link to the Past. Oh, Link to the Past. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, so like (laughs) what is what is going on in this world? Um well and what's funny in in Link's Awakening is like there's all these just weird characters that just live alone, secluded from the entire world. Like, how do you get groceries? You know, when you find Mr. Wright, he lives in the middle of a haunted forest. Yeah, and that's just the right place for Mr. Wright, you know? You know, there's just a house, like you find this ghost. That has you bring him to his house. And his house is in the middle of a cemetery. And the implication is that when he was alive, he lived in this house. So, like, you just lived in the cemetery? Was was it in the cemetery? Yeah, I might be wrong. It was... I I, I think you find the ghost in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it's just, like, it's such a bizarre game. And why are there all these dungeons? What purpose do they serve? Uh, the Richard thing I can explain. Richard is based on another video game. Um, I don't know the name of this game, but The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening borrowed a lot of its assets from this other video game where you are Richard. <laughs> and you Whoa, can hey, you can you can turn into a frog. Um okay. It's uh, it's pretty fun. I played a little bit of it, but the problem was that it's in Japanese, so I had to play it with a translation walkthrough, uh, which is very difficult to do. Um, but um, yeah, a yeah, lot of I'm the sorry. engine is borrowed from that game, and that's why Richard is in the game. Re- I just didn't know that. I, I knew that there was um, that Link's Awakening was initially developed by people not on the original Zelda team who wanted to make a Zelda for the Game Boy, but I did not know that they had used assets from something else. Oh, I found it. Uh, Richard originates from the game The Frog for Whom the Bell Tolls. Um, well, alrighty then. Yeah, and that came out in 92. And then, yeah, a lot of the... A similar game engine was used for the... Link's Awakening. Oh, it looks like in 2011, a fan translation came out in English. Um, But yeah, originally Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, it was just people that made it when they they got off work and they're like, we want to make a game, but, uh, you know, nobody's going to let us do it. And then they got permission. I think they were originally trying to port Link to the Past to the Game Boy. 
I can't remember. You, you might be right. Um, I mean, they definitely probably want to do something like that, and they had to make the system uh, of what it is be what it is because of the limitations on the Game Boy. Yeah. Well, that's why the game is so weird, too, is because they didn't have a lot of oversight, and that's why they were able to like, sneak Goombas in there, and they put Yoshi in there. It's because nobody was paying attention. Yeah, they, that's true, yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time is the next one on here. I would put that in my top 10 list. I don't know if it would be in my top five. I do like that game a lot, but it would probably be, if it was in my top five, it'd probably be number five. <sighs> See? You got stuck in the know. water temple, so. Yeah. I didn't get an N64 until like a lot later, and I didn't play Ocarina of Time at the peak of everybody's fondest memories. Which, I don't know. Yeah. Was that early 2000s, late 90s or something? Uh, the game came out in America in 98. Yeah. I think I so, got the game probably a year, year or two later. My, my looks on this is like, yeah, this looks cool. But controlling it is a bit. I fucking hated the 3D because I, I just had the world's worst time trying to move around and jump it. Like, I can't. It was my first time playing this 3D game where you don't fucking actually have a jump command. Yeah. So I, I'm just like still t- stunted. It drove me crazy. Yeah, Link never being it. able to jump is a weird one. Because he can't, I don't think he can jump in the first three games. He can jump in Link's Awakening with the help of an item. Yeah. But then in Ocarina and Majora's Mask, and I believe Wind Waker and Twilight Prince, I don't know when he ever gets the ability to jump. I think he can jump in uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, probably. The only time you can jump is like if you're fucking running off a cliff or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time, I like it a lot, but it's, it's been one that I never want to replay. I do replay it, but it's always one that I remember it being a lot of work. Uh, cause there's, I've, you know, I'm the wrong person, person to be playing Zelda. I never like the dungeons. I want to explore the world and talk to the people and do the trading games and but ride you don't my want to horse. Read what they say. I don't want to read what they say. Um, I have never really enjoyed the dungeons because they feel like a job. I want to go to the castle and talk to all the people and, and like hide from the guards and like try to wake up that guy with a chicken. I think that's fun. Um, and there's so many goddamn temples in, in Ocarina of Time that uh, are dungeons that uh, it's always been hard for me to come back to it. But then I do, and it's not as bad as I remember. Uh, I think I just have, like, PTSD from being inside a Jabu Jabu and the water temple being a pain in the ass. Like, those aren't fun. And some blue chick trying to hit on you, making you really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, like I had to, I had to fucking read a guide to find out that you needed to step on a switch while holding her. I think I had to do the same. Um, and I was, I, I'm not very smart. 
<laughs> so I'll cop to that. I might I, be I, able to figure it out now, but when I was 12, it was hard. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. Majora's Mask, I liked a lot more, and I liked that. The reason Majora's Mask is one of my favorite games, I'd probably put that as like my two or three. Um, Maybe, I'm gonna, I'm leaning towards two. If it's Link's Awakening, then Majora's Mask, maybe put Ocarina at four or five. Um, Majora's Mask I liked because there were so many side quests. Like, getting the masks and completing your... um whatever bomber boy diary was so much fun to me and i cheated i had a, a strategy guide almost the entire time but i didn't care because it was still very enjoyable for me to unlock these cutscenes. yeah um and the fact that the world kept repeating and so you could find out different ways to make things happen i liked that a lot um i found the dungeons to be underwhelming i don't remember almost anything from the dungeons um you know i don't remember the final boss fight being anything particularly great particularly great but the fact that if you collect all the masks you can get a mask that breaks the game is awesome to me um and then you can go wear that mask and go back to the bosses and just fucking wreck their day i liked that a lot I never played Majora's Mask. Oh, no. You know, the one game that everybody heralds is like the most groundbreaking Zelda game. Uh, never played it. It's, nope. um, it's got a really, really complicated side quest that you almost need a strategy guide for because it involves specific timed events on every single day. Uh, and you get... I think it's called like the marriage mask because you're helping these two people get married on the final day. But there's so many steps involved that it's just like for somebody to figure that out on their own without being told is just unbelievable to me. I I, I believe it. I don't know anything about it, but I believe it. Uh, The next two are the Oracles games. I... I've not beaten them. I've played I've the most I've played them is recently I did some Twitch streams of uh of the games and I got stuck and and gave up. Oh, come on. I do like them. I just part of like I never played them when they came out cuz I didn't have a job. They they came out in 2001. Well, I didn't fucking have a job either. I just said, "Hey, uh it's my birthday. Can I have these?" Please? I don't even know if I had a Game Boy. In 2001, maybe I did. I was probably playing Pokemon. You weren't a kid if you didn't play Pokemon back then. Um, yeah, I I don't have a strong opinion of those games. I, I like them, but I think some of the mini games are too complicated. That's like I was trying to play them on a stream, I think it was last year, and... There was one, what What did I have to do? Did I have to, like, dance or something? Yeah, that's one of the ones where you go to, like, an underworld-esque place. And you have these guys in hooded, like, hoods. Yeah. Like, wearing robes and stuff. And you do a DDR thing, like, you got BA and up or something. I like that you can ride animals. Yeah. Wait, that was that game? Yeah, I guess that was One of them you can. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, that was that game. 
Let's see. Link to the Past, Four Swords is next, but we already talked about Link to the Past. I've never played Four Swords. I don't None know if that I, counts. That is mostly because as much as I want to, all my friends within proximity to me did not play have a Game Boy Advance um, or play Zelda. So, fuck. Wind Waker is up next. Um, you said you liked Wind Waker a lot. Did you say that was your favorite? Well, no, my oh no, your favorite was the Oracles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Wind Waker probably second favorite. Honestly, um, I I remember when it first came out, people were like losing their shit over the aesthetic of it. Yeah, the cell shading. Oh no, it's weird. That's so funny because years go by and everyone's like, "Oh man, that game was so cool looking." Yeah finally you're like yeah yeah it was motherfucker well the reason that happened is because like before wind waker was announced they showed this like hyper realistic 3d demo of ganon and link fighting and then they came out with cartoon zelda and everyone got mad yeah and that's why uh wind waker was the graphic style that it was or not uh, twilight princess i mean um well yeah is that really the truth? They they responded like, "Oh, we gotta appeal to these people." So now I think they, uh, I think that was an appeal, like because people complained so much about the Wind Waker art style that they made uh, Twilight Princess a lot more realistic. But then people chilled out because Skyward Sword was somewhere in between. Yeah, and um, was Skyward Sword after Twilight Princess? Did they make another one? Uh, I'm pretty sure Sky. I mean, there's a few things that happen, but, uh, Wind Waker, I, I like it a lot. I haven't played it all the way through more than once though. I, I want to say that I would put Wind Waker, I would flip a coin between Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time. I think, I think that's what I would do. Well, it it looks a lot more polished for one, because even even back then, I still contest that looking at Ocarina of Time and looking at anything else visually, it just wasn't appealing. I mean, some things from a certain perspective of like architecture and layout are cool, but way the graphics are i just didn't like it just looked gross but wind waker colorful and life and so expressive love that it's funny because i say that i get annoyed by all like this open-ended stuff but one of the things i liked about wind waker was being able to explore (laughs) so i guess i don't know how to please me but yeah wind waker got really shitty if you when you had to find the uh, the Triforce piece pieces, of the Triforce, yeah, they fixed that in the remake. Yes, um, which I had and then I sold, but it doesn't matter because oh. my Wii U doesn't work anyway. Whoops. Uh, yeah, Wind Waker, I like a lot. I think I would have a hard time picking a favorite between Wind Waker, Wind Waker, and Ocarina, uh, but I'm leaning towards Wind Waker because I think it looks better. Um. And another thing about it is that 
when I saw Wind Waker, maybe it's because I hadn't played a lot of Ocarina of Time and Matsura's Mask, but up to that point, um, Link as a person felt he felt more relate, relatable because you know you had his sister and his grandmother, yeah, and you had the people he lived on the island with, and people who knew him. It wasn't just the damn uh, Kokoris or whatever those elf people are. Oh yeah, they gave him a personality in Wind yeah. Waker. Somehow, without dialogue, he still had a personality. Because <laughs> he had he had facial expression. Yeah. Um. The next one is Minish Cap. I've never played more than like a dungeon in Minish Cap. I think I'm going to go on a limb and say that if I played more of Minish Cap, I bet you it would be one of my favorites. See, I played I played Minish Cap a long time ago when I was just going through an emulator craze. And it's an okay game. Yeah. But it is crazy sort. Not a lot of secrets to find. Just way too sort. Not. Um, I know that there's a um, like an unbeatable side quest in it, and I don't know if that's a joke on part of the developers. Apparently, there's these fairies that need to get houses, and you can never get all three of them a house. Uh, I don't remember anything about that. Um, but somebody has hypothesized that it might be. Maybe it's not Minish Cap. Maybe it's the Oracles games. Uh, but there's apparently uh, a, a mini game in one of those games where there's these three fairies, a green one, a blue one, and a red one. And they're they're looking for places to live and you cannot get the last one a house. And somebody thought that maybe that was a reference to the fact that Oracles was originally supposed to be three games, but the other one never got made. Uh, anyway, the next game on here is Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess, I I liked it when I played it, but I've l- never wanted to play it again. Twilight Princess is a game I really wanted to like, but didn't. I I really enjoyed it when I had it you know, when everything was new to me, but fuck my ass. I hated being a wolf. Like it was so miserable being a wolf in that game. Yeah. I don't know why that had to be a thing. I they wanted to try something something new. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't fun. (laughs) Um, there's some interesting lore around the game, but I just, it's not that interesting. I don't know. I think the graphics are kind of boring. Especially coming off of uh, Wind Waker. Yeah, because it's just like, okay, um, make everything look older and wash out all the colors. All yeah. right. Boom. Uh, Phantom Hourglass, you said that is your least favorite game. Fuck it. It's definitely low on my list. Um, I didn't like how you, how it controlled. <laughs> how you had to use the stylus. Oh, God, I could never do it. It fucking drove me insane. It's, it's like... Suhorned in. That's one thing I remember now. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we need to include a gimmick for the stylus. Do you have to? Do you have to make it this bad? Yeah. I can't draw a piece of the fucking Triforce. Are you kidding me? It's just a triangle, but it's so hard. Well, and then they would they made you keep going back to that same dungeon. 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And that was so bad. Why? Um, one thing I did think was cool was there was the puzzle where you had to close your DS. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, spirit tracks. I never played. I assume that you don't like spirit tracks either. No, I never played spirit tracks because I hated the fuck out. Phantom yeah. I, I never bought spirit tracks because of uh similar, uh, skyward sword is definitely on the, it's near the bottom of my list. I almost gave up on legend of Zelda because of skyward sword. I went out and bought a special controller to play it. Cause you needed a Wii motion plus. Oh boy. And then I get Skyward Sword and I'm excited to play it and it's so boring. It's so poorly made and I kept getting stuck and like the fact that they made you use the Wiimote to swing your sword was just killing me. Yeah, I can't get behind that. I I gave up about 10 hours in and I've tried to come back to it to be like maybe I didn't give it a fair chance. Maybe I'll try it again. And I usually give up in the tutorial. I just, I don't like anything about that game. And it, it soured me from Legend of Zelda where I was like, you know what? I don't want to play these games anymore. Uh, never really played it. Amazingly yeah. enough, I have it, but that's because my brother played it, but not me. Never. Nah. It's, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um, Link Between Worlds is the best Zelda game, in my opinion, to come out since Majora's Mask. So I guess I would probably go Link's yeah, Awakening, you know Majora's right. Mask, Link Between Worlds, Wind Waker, Ocarina. I think that's my top five. And you know what? I think the reason Link Between Worlds is so good is because they finally went back to the top down. Yeah. Which is, it's a strong suit for this game. And uh, they had the well, they went back to their roots and they did something new, and and like never been done before with their with their franchise, but they didn't change it enough to make it like, uh, like strange. They were like, "Hey, you can do the dungeons in whatever order you want, and you can get the special items in whatever order you want." Yeah, and I really appreciate that too because it's cool, and. The, the gimmick with, like, it's, it kind of makes me think, like, Paper Mario meets Legend of Zelda, you know? Yeah. Where you, like, flatten yourself to solve some puzzles and crap. It was cool. I unfortunately don't remember a lot about the game because I played it once and then I sold it because I was in a bad time at the time, a bad spot at the time. But I know that as I was playing it, it was the most fun I've had playing Zelda in a long time. Um, yeah, I, if I bought a 3DS now, that would be one of the first games that I get with it. Um, this is listing Triforce Heroes as a core game. I don't think I know what that is. Is that, that's not the, um, Triforce Heroes, what the hell is that? That's not the, uh, Dynasty Warriors game, is it? No, I thought that was Hyrule Warriors. Triforce Heroes was an action-adventure game for the 3DS made as a sequel to Link Between Worlds. Uh, I've not played that, so I have no opinion. Uh, hold on, I'm looking this up now. Uh, yeah, I've seen this before. This is another game that I wanted to play, but 
Um, why didn't I play this? I mean, because it's a multiplayer Zelda, and ever since Four Swords, I wanted to really give that a try, but for some reason... Four Swords yeah. has always made me want to not give it a try, so when I see multiplayer Zelda, I think, like, yeah, I'm not going to bother. But I didn't know this game existed. I think I've seen... Um, what do you say? I think I've seen clips of it. So like I knew that I know that it exists now, but I, I think when this came out, I didn't know. And I probably would have bought it if it had been advertised to me. Um, hmm. And then uh, the next game on here is breath of the wild. I kind of already said what I feel about that game. It's not bad. Uh, it's just not for me. Seen a lot of clips, never played it. It's interesting the amount of time between these games. Uh, I'm going to skim through the list. So the original Zelda came out on the Famicom in 86, came out in America in 87. Then uh, Zelda 2 also came out. Oh, Zelda 2 came out in 87. For us, we got it in 88. Link to the Past was 91. I presume that was a worldwide release. So that is what eight. Now that's a three-year gap. Then uh, Link's Awakening was two years later in '93. Uh, oh, damn! The um, the Game Boy Color version came out five years later in '98. DX. Then Ocarina of Time was '98, so there was five years between Link's Awakening and Ocarina, but then there was only two years between Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Yeah, because they just reused everything. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of what they were doing. They're like, hey, if uh, we can make a Zelda game in two years, can we do whatever we want? And they're like, yeah, if you can make a Zelda game in two years. <laughs> Good luck, nerd. Good luck. And he's like, bam, I just made one of the best games in the franchise. Suck my dick. Boom. Um, Oracles came out in 2001. Then uh, Wind Waker was 2002. So that was only four years later after Majora. Oh, no, that was two years after Majora. They were probably, I guarantee you, they were developing that at the same time. Yeah. Um, and then Minish Cap was two years later. Twilight Princess was two years later then. Phantom Hourglass was one year later. Spear Tracks and Phantom Hourglass had a two-year development gap. Interesting. And then Skyward Sword was 2011. But if we look at between like core home console games, it's a pretty big gap. Uh, 2006 to 2011, that's what, a five-year gap? Yeah. And then Link Between Worlds was 2013. Uh, Breath of the Wild was 2017. So that's six years after Skyward Sword. So we're, you know, people are already talking about getting another Breath of the Wild game. I think we've got a while, guys. Yeah. You know, if any, if if time has anything to do with it, or if these history indicators or whatever, I'm I've had a few beers. Twenty twenty two is when we'll get the next Zelda game, is my guess. You know, remake fucking the Oracle games. That'd be or dope were- with the Link's Awakening yes. uh, engine. Yeah, and that would be so awesome because they could. I, I, I talked about liking the password thing but i wouldn't mind if they made it in such a way where i didn't have to write down a bunch of tedious symbols yeah 
Well, I think that's a video game show. I don't know what you're doing, Ryan, but I never got into the general topic stuff. So if you want to keep going, I've got another one in me. Uh, I got nothing. I I got nothing. Uh, what, What do you got? Uh, I don't know if that means we're going to keep going or not. I have to pee again, though. Ooh. So I'm going to call this the end of an episode. And okay. then uh, then maybe we could do uh, another one. All right. I got to find, what's a good song? I'm going to look at Spotify and see if there's any Zelda songs. They have the Ocarina of Time soundtrack. Ooh, ooh. Hold on. What about There's a Zelda cover band? This is terrifying. This the system of a down Legend of Zelda. Oh my god, that's not really system of a down. But I'll play You know it. what I mean. I know exactly what song you're talking about. System of a down Zelda. Um yes, that's a good one. I love that they still get credited for that. <laughs> Uh yeah, I downloaded that on LimeWire. And um this video is taking forever to play it. Okay, well this has been Dead Rat Pizza the video game edition. We'll try not to do that again. Uh we'll see you later everybody. Save the day.